while Labour and National argue over prescription fees for contraceptives. New Zealand Herald senior journalist Georgina Campbell argues there are bigger problems. From next month, the Labour government has announced it will scrap prescription fees. National says they will not keep the, palace, uh, the policy or make any carve-outs for those needing regular contraceptive medications. Uh, instead, they'll look at targeting those with community services cards. And I saw they were talking yesterday about working on uh, some other ideas in that area. But Labour took their moment including MPs like Megan Woods, who compared National's attitude to that of the dystopian world of The Handmaid's Tale. For her thoughts on all of this and what the bigger problems might be, Georgina Campbell joins us now. Hi, Georgina. Hi, Jesse. Um, as a journalist, you must have partly enjoyed watching this play out. It was a pretty juicy political story. Do you know, to be frank with you, I was enraged watching it. <laughs> Play out, you know these Labour MPs who made such a song and dance about national keeping these five dollar prescription fees for contraception. I thought they looked completely out of touch with the real barriers that women face, you know. And ironically, so because they were trying to argue that national was out of touch with women, and. I don't think we should be having a debate in this area about $5 prescription fees at all. You know, the, the debate should be about things like the cost of ongoing GP visits to even get a prescription in the first place, or, you know, the absolute nightmare that is finding the right type of prescription that actually suits individuals. So, you know, when we had these Labour MPs like Megan Woods, as you say, um, uh, sort of comparing it to The Handmaid's Tale. Um, the House Minister, Aisha Viral, came out saying contraception is not a nice-to-have, cost should not be a barrier, National was out of touch with reality for many women. I mean, I would note that at the time they were making these posts, the $5 prescription fee was still government policy. That's it right. still is government <laughs> policy. You know, these, these, free these free prescriptions aren't even coming in until next month. And so, you know, by these Labour MPs' own definition, this government has arguably been out of touch with the reality women face until now. And if the $5 prescription fee was such a disgrace, if it is such a barrier to women accessing contraception, then why didn't they get rid of it years ago? Yeah. Um, mind you, you can't blame them for taking an opportunity in election year, Georgina. Tell, tell me then, what is the process for a woman, in your experience, uh, trying to get hold of contraceptives? Um, and you've generously sort of shared some of your own story in a piece you wrote on this issue. Yes, and I should say, Jesse, um, it was a little bit uncomfortable talking about, um, you know, what contraception I'm on. I can imagine, um, yeah. Yeah, and my experience of being on it for more than 10 years now, but I feel so strongly that I was sort of prepared to give some personal examples about Yeah, and, and in your specific example, I think there's a lot of um, sort of universal um, uh, experience for women reading your story and that so by sharing what you'd gone through, not everyone has gone through exactly the same thing, but it would really ring true for any woman who's tried to get this right. Yeah, so when I started using contraception, I was handed the pill by my GP. I'd only ever heard of the pill, um, so that's just what I asked for. There was no discussion about other contraceptives and whether they might be a better option for me. And you have to remember that 
for the pill to be the most effective, you have to take it at the same time every day. And this is what we hand teenagers who are trying to do the right thing, you know, take some responsibility when they become sexually active. But honestly, you know, telling a teenager to remember to take a pill at the same time every day is, I just think, a recipe for disaster. So look, in in my case, it actually turned out that I wasn't even meant to be on the pill because I had a history of migraines at school. So this gave me an increased risk of blood clots. But this was only picked up in my postgraduate year at university, you know, when I'd been on the pill for years by that point. And the GP, you know, she flatly refused to prescribe me the pill again, despite the fact I've been on it for years with no problems. And I freaked out. I felt completely out of control of my own body. I was worried about how I would react coming off the pill. I was studying at the time. Um, it was it was awful. So I decided to seek a second opinion. And another GP I consulted, who was ironically a man, was amazing. And he opened up this whole world of alternative contraceptives to me and he prescribed me a month worth of the pills so I could take my time to research them um, and make an informed decision and as it turns out Depo-Provera which is also known as the jab is far better suited to me and I really like it but I would also say GC I still have to visit the nurse every three months and pay $36 to get the injection. But, you know, people on the town have to pay $65 at the GP because it's a doctor's visit. We have to take time out of our days to do this, which can be awkward and and difficult, um, you know, for for those who are leaving, leaving busy lives and working. Even you having the, um, I guess, the confidence and initiative and the cash to get a second opinion. I mean, not everyone has all of those things, particularly when you're a student. Exactly. And I think that the time thing shouldn't be underestimated mm-hmm. either. You know, and, and sometimes um, it can be a bit of trial and error uh, in terms of finding a contraception that really works for you. And, uh, you know, it's important to remember as well that contraception messes with your hormones. So the side effects can be really awkward if you don't get the right one. Like I've had lots of friends, especially with the pill, um, you know, the pill works for some people, but I have had lots of friends who've had terrible mood swings on it. It's really affected um, their mental health and it just sort of feels like an uphill battle to find something that actually suits you because if it doesn't, it can be quite debilitating. Should we treat contraceptives differently to other prescription medicines, Georgina? Well, this is a great debate to have, Jesse, and I'm sure that a lot of people might disagree with me on this one, but I think we should. I think there needs to be some better policy around contraception. I feel like it's been ignored. There hasn't been a lot of sort of research around who's using it and, and how we're using it. Um, you know, I feel in a way that it's sort of a, an unfair burden that women have to carry, um, you know, in, in terms of taking their time, taking time out of their days and managing this and, and paying for it and, and, and taking that responsibility. Um, I would really like to see politicians um, yeah, do something about this. And and while I don't think the debate um, so far has been particularly useful or constructive, maybe it might spur them on to actually look at their policy around contraception um, a bit more seriously. 
You're talking about your experience and your opinion since putting this piece out into the world. Have you heard from other women or, or have you seen any um, evidence that other women feel the same way as you or have had the same experiences as you? It's been so heartening, um, the feedback from this opinion piece that uh, was published in the Herald last night. Um, so many women have contacted me from all sides of the political spectrum, actually, um, saying thank you for writing this. You know, they also have had similar experiences. And I think why I felt so empowered to write the piece in the first place is because I have had so many discussions with other women about this previously, you know, um, with, with my friends. Um, I've even spoken about it at parties over a few wines mm-hmm. because it's such a shared experience. So I knew writing this, you know, that, that so many other women would, would feel the same way. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for making your voice heard on this one and for the courage to tell some of your own story as well, Georgina. Um, good to chat to you and nice to have you um, on the show. Thanks, Jesse. Georgina Campbell, uh, whose piece you can read in the Herald website, and uh, she's talking about some of the bigger issues raised by the uh, squabbling this week over the $5 prescription charge for contraceptives. That's my word, squabbling. Might not be the right word. Um, the political disagreement, how's that?